the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. At the Munich Security Conference, President Trump's National Security Advisor, H.R. McMaster, says evidence of Russian meddling in the 2016 election is beyond dispute. McMaster says the U.S. indictment of 13 Russians accused of a plot to disrupt the 2016 election is proof the Russians are guilty. As you can see with the FBI indictment, uh, the evidence is now really incontrovertible and available in the public domain. McMaster says when the time is right, the U.S. would like to discuss cybersecurity issues with Russian officials. Meanwhile, Russia's former ambassador to the U.S., Sergei Kislyak, is dismissing the charges, saying they're fantasies rooted in domestic politics. At the Olympics, Japanese figure skater Yuzuru Hanyu won gold to become the first man to repeat as Olympic champion since Dick Button. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt sees a strong case for Trump in 2020. It's going to be very tough to beat Donald Trump because people like jobs. People like economic growth. Moreover... The never-Trumpers are trapped in never-Trumpism. It's like they dug themselves a deep, deep hole, and the first rule of holes is stop digging, but they can't because they hate him. The people who hate on President Trump just can't get over it. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Good afternoon, just after 2 o'clock here at the Twin Cities Home for Intelligent Radio. The second hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with the headliner Mitch Berg is coming up next here on The Patriot. Tomorrow at 2 p.m., it's the closer. Brad Carlson, don't miss a minute of the Narn. And for the best economic insight, there's only one place to turn. That's the King Banyan Show. He's Saturday and Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. over on Business 1440. 32 is our high today, 14 our low for tonight, all the way up near 40 for Sunday. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back to Twin Cities and World. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. And like many working Americans, especially Americans who have uh, tried their, their hand at being small business owners in the last few years, taxes during the Obama administration, caused, and, and by the way, under the uh, Mark Dayton administration here in Minnesota, have caused a lot of problems. If you're a small business person, it's not hard to notice that Minnesota is a great place to be. A Fortune 1000 company, a medical device giant, a, a major bank supported by too-big-to-fail uh, quantitative easing cheap credit money, or health insurance companies supported by lots and lots of, of forced neo-socialized medicine. But if you're small business, not so much. And, and so for a lot of us, and as well as just regular working stiffs, the idea of a tax cut rang pretty well true, true enough to play a significant role in getting Donald Trump elected. And, and wonder of wonders, the tax cut in some form actually got passed. And with us to talk uh, about uh, about the, the ta- Trump tax cuts from the American Commitment Phil Kirpin joins the broadcast today. Phil, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mitch. Thanks for having me. How are you? Oh, actually, you know, the worst day on the air is better than the best day off it, so it's always good here. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And it's pushing 30 degrees in Minnesota in February, and you can hardly beat that. So, uh, tell yeah, us a- I heard you're low of 14, though. That doesn't sound too good. Uh, you know, I grew up in North Dakota, so this is all yeah. skinny dipping weather where I come from. Uh, it's actually not- snowing here in D.C. right now, which is weird because it was like 65 degrees yesterday. So, I don't know. It's <laughs> always right. up and down all over the place. And, and is anything in the city still moving? Moving? 
Yeah, probably not, but it's Saturday anyway. <laughs> That's right. Doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, uh, no, no, no. I mean, you, you wouldn't believe it. They closed my kid's school the other day for uh, there was there was nothing. I saw nothing. Oh, I couldn't well, even tell what they thought it was. I went to college like, no, in. It was not that cold. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I went to college in rural North Dakota to a college that was proud of the fact that in 90 years in business they had never not once shut the doors for any reason, uh, especially weather, which is the main natural disaster up there. And uh, and it was 30 below, four feet of snow, didn't matter. They never shut the doors. We had a couple kids from D.C., the greater D.C. area, who were just struggling through the snow agog that said, you back home, they close everything after a quarter of an inch of snow. Yeah. And, right. uh, well, you know, I grew up in New York, which, like, never closed. Oh, I mean, you're I right. Think, I don't think there was a weather closure of New York schools from, I, I want to say there was none between 82 and 96 or something like that. Now they close all the time. Oh, yeah. They had a good run there. Well, they do it here, too, which just nauseates me. But we're going to talk about some good news here today, uh, the, the Trump tax cuts. First, Phil Kirpin, uh, introduce yourself to the audience and, and uh, tell us a little bit about the American commitment. Yeah, we are a national free market advocacy group. We work really on all of the fiscal, economic, and regulatory issues, so taxes, spending, health care, energy, tech policy, regulatory process. But what we do that's different from a lot of the other groups is we're not doing original research. We're not putting out 30-page white papers or anything like that. We try to get you the facts and the information on what's happening in Washington on the economic issues in an easy-to-understand form, so a 200-word action alert email, a 600-word column, maybe a one-minute video so that you can understand what's happening and be a more active, engaged citizen. So we've got lots of letter-writing campaigns into Congress or the president or regulatory agencies, and we just try to make it really easy for people to know what's happening and do something about it. And uh, all our stuff is on the website at AmericanCommitment.org. I'll post the link to AmericanCommitment.org at ShotInTheDark.info, although yours is probably easier to remember than mine is. At any rate, uh, what's your role at the, at the center, by the way, Phil? I'm the president. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm the big boss, such as it is, although it's a small organization. <laughs> I've only got a couple other people there with me, but uh, I'm the big boss, such as it is. Yeah. So tell, excellent. Well, could, tell us a little bit about the tax cuts. I mean, if you're a, a lay consumer of news who doesn't follow the, the Congress, follow Congress, especially the intricacies of financial policy, I, Donald Trump ran on the promise of a tax cut, and, and like most of Donald Trump's campaign promises, it was broad and simple, which is the antithesis of tax policy, as you're well aware. Uh, what, what, once Donald Trump's promise ran into Congress, describe what it is we actually got in terms of a tax cut. I mean, what, what, actual, what were the actual outputs of that whole process? Well, the, um, the centerpiece on the individual side is a much larger standard deduction. Uh, the standard deduction was approximately doubled. So for married couples, the standard deduction is now $24,000. Um, and then we got lower rates above that. Uh, basically, what used to be the 15% rate is now 12%, and all the other rates came down a couple of points also, uh, as well as the child credit being doubled from $1,000 per eligible child to $2,000 uh, per eligible child. And so you sort of you put these pieces together, and you know, it depends on your exact, exact situation and so forth, but uh, most typical middle-income families are looking at something like you know, a $1,000 to $2,000 a year tax cut or, you know, $100 a month, that kind of thing. And uh, people are starting to see these now as their paychecks have been reset for the new withholding tables. And that just happened in the last couple of days. Uh, the IRS had set February 15th as the deadline for employers to implement the new withholding tables. So most people have already seen paychecks uh, with the new tax rates applied. Um, anyone who hasn't should see it in the next paycheck. And uh, that means the tax bite goes down and uh, the take-home pay goes up. And uh, and and. It probably does not include the impact of those larger child credits unless you had a very recent um, withholding form on file that had child credit eligibility information, then it might or might not be included. But um, we're going to have to see. You know, so, so a lot of people, especially people with kids, might also get a refund even with the withholding being reset as well. So that's the big thing on the individual side, a uh, much larger standard deduction and, and lower rates and uh, doubling of the child credit. Uh, but even more significant than that is what happened on the business side. Uh, they took the corporate rate, which was the highest in the world at 35%, uh, down to 21%. There was also a significant cut for non-corporate businesses. And, uh, you know, that's going to make us much more competitive, as we've seen massive new investment announced in the U.S., uh, and it's already 
raising wages considerably. And economic theory uh, told us there was an analysis the White House did that said the, the long-run impact of the business side on household incomes is expected to be between four and $9,000. Um, but I think what nobody expected was the short-run impact to be as large as it's been. And we've now seen many, many companies sort of one sector at a time. First it was AT&T and Comcast, and then it was sort of all the banks, and then it was all the airlines. Now it's kind of all the retailers announcing these bonuses of, you know, $1,000 or $1,500 or what have you, as well as wage increases and uh, increased retirement contributions. And so uh, not only are uh, pretty much everyone seeing a reduction in their the tax bite on their own taxes and therefore an increase in their take-home pay, but a lot of people uh, are already seeing an increase in their wages as well and bonuses as a result of the business side of this thing. And so uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, I like the Trump campaign plan a little bit better. It was a little bit simpler, a little bit more aggressive, definitely. And, you know, my good friend Steve Moore helped write it. So I was biased in favor of that. But they ended up uh, with a product, um, interestingly enough, that I thought was much better than what they had in both the House and Senate bills. And usually, uh, you know, that's kind of like in theory how it's supposed to happen. But usually the opposite happens. It gets worse with each version. Uh, this bill actually did seem to improve with each version. And that's what they did on sort of the tax cuts proper. Um, and then on top of that, uh, Mitch, they also were able to get repeal of the Obamacare individual mandate in there, which is a huge victory on health care reform, in my judgment. Uh, and they were able to get oil drilling in Alaska, I mean, in Anwar in there, which is something we've been trying to do for, you know, three and a half decades. So it's right. a big win for American energy also. The, the one effect I think I think has has amazed me and kind of astounded me in, in how fast it seems to have taken effect is during the Obama administration, the, during the Obama years, I, as a conservative uh, pundit and talk show host, uh, would respond to Democrats who would say, look how high the Dow Jones is. I said, well, yeah, you got a lot of corporations sitting on cash. You got a lot of free free cash. You got a lot of basically interest-free loans and, and free too-big-to-fail money out there. And, 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 of course, they're sitting on cash. When you're sitting on lots of cash, of course, your valuation goes up. But none of this is going back into the economy. They're not investing in new jobs, plants, uh, R&D. It's, it's all languishing. I, I work in IT as I mean, my in high tech in my for my day job and i saw this happening i mean just the the sluggishness of of corporate investment in anything over the past eight years uh and and seeing how fast the i i hate to be over dramatic but how how hard the floodgates have been kicked open on 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 a lot of that cash ever since this tax cut hit and how how companies are starting to actually hire again that's something i almost given up on for a while there i mean that, I, I, how describe your reaction to the 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 change in corporate investment since these tax cuts came out well it really has been dramatic and uh there have been some very high profile things like um like uh, the the Chrysler plant moving to Michigan from Mexico, and uh, there have been some other sort of major um, sort of set piece uh, investments that have been in headlines. But there are also all of these other smaller decisions that I'm seeing every day. All kinds of companies announcing uh, more investment in the United States, and uh, you know the the old tax code was insanely biased against investing in the United States because we basically told multinational companies that if you've got foreign profits. Uh, you will be taxed on them if you bring them into the U.S. and invest in the U.S., but you will not be taxed on them if you keep them abroad and invest them in other countries. So that was a very stupid tax policy, and uh, they got rid of that in this bill. In this bill, they said, look, we're going to charge you a one-time transitional tax on all the money you've got stashed abroad, and you're going to pay it whether you bring it back to the U.S. or not. And then after that, um, you want to bring your foreign profits to the U.S., there's not going to be a tax. You bring them, you invest here, we want you to do that. We're not going to penalize you for doing that. And so uh, I think that the international tax changes are a huge positive for bringing investment back to the U.S. in themselves. And then you add to that a much lower rate on business taxes in the U.S., particularly the corporate side, going down to 21%. We went from basically the highest corporate rate in the entire world to basically the OECD average. And so now all the other great reasons to invest in the United States um, and we have, you know, an excellent, obviously highly educated workforce. We've got, you know, a, a stable political environment for the most part. There are all kinds of reasons you want to invest in the U.S. But when we had that much higher corporate tax than anywhere else, and that was a huge disincentive. And so we fixed that. At the same time, we fixed the international issues. And uh, you know, we're seeing um, we're seeing what we expected. But I would say we're seeing it faster than, than I expected it to happen. It's happening very quickly. It, 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 same here. I mean, I I was. 
in college during uh, during the impact of the Reagan uh, similar Reagan tax cuts, which had a similar effect. And I guess I remember that being fast. But I always thought the problems now were so much worse and more, more intractable in the long term. And I'd like to discuss that with you, as well as the effect this is going to have on on average Americans and some some Americans who are struggling to get to average. Uh, can we keep you for one more segment, Phil Kirpin? Sure, absolutely. Which, uh, thank you very much. We're talking with Phil Kirpin for the from the American Commitment about the effects of the Trump tax cut on our on our economy. And we'd love to have your calls. By the way, six five one. Two eight nine four four eight eight. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Hey, Twin Cities, Dennis Prager here. If you've been to an AM 1280 The Patriot event or to their station, then you've seen the expert work of Action Plus Sign. This local business of over 25 years specializes in vehicle graphics and wraps, storefront and lighted signs, which you can even convert to new LED and more. When it comes down to it, the folks at Action Plus are less talk and more action. They exemplify true Patriot grit. Visit them online to check out a list of all their services at actionplussign.com. For unhappy timeshare owners, getting out is important. And with maintenance bills taking a bite out of your savings, now is the right time to call Lone Star Transfer to improve your financial situation. They've helped over 5,000 people get out of their timeshares quickly, legally, and ethically with a 99% success rate and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Let them help you. Call toll-free 855-551-7066, 855-551-7066 for a no-obligation consultation or visit them online at LoneStarTransfer.com. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show here every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. Make plans now to join the Patriots Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and Mike Gallagher for the 2018 Aloha Talkers Cruise. Sail around and explore the world's most beautiful islands. Then at night, gather together with Hugh, Larry, and Mike for a special time discussing a fresh course for this nation. The 2018 Aloha Talkers Cruise sets sails for seven days, August 11th through the 18th. For all the details about this cruise, visit am1280thepatriot.com and book your trip today. Don't miss me, Abraham Lincoln, as I take on Stephen Douglas in a remembrance of those great debates of 1858. Join us at the Minnesota Masonic Heritage Center on Saturday, February 24th at 7.30 p.m. as we revisit those debates that helped me become president. Order your tickets today, $17 for adults and $10 for students. Visit MasonicHeritageCenter.org or call 952-948-6506. And don't miss these great debates. Hey, good day. Welcome to our show. Hey, good day to you too, Ozzy. Hey, what is the best thing about winter in Minnesota? <laughs> I know, my Arctic spy. It's the best way to celebrate winter when it comes to the darn cold, eh? Yeah, and super energy efficient too. Yeah, you can get yours at Premier Pool and Chanhassen today online at premierpools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take the fun seriously, even here in the cold, frozen tundra of Minnesota. Premierpools.com, eh? Yeah, take off, eh? Take off, eh? At Barnett Family Dentistry, we love to see you smile. So it's no surprise that our motto is, for all the smiles in your family. I'm Liz Barnett at Barnett Family Dentistry. We are located in Ramsey off of Highway 10 and online at barnettfamilydentistry.com. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network 651-289-4488. Hey, stay tuned. We've got a couple more tickets to give away for the Lake Home and Cabin Show in Minneapolis this weekend and next to the convention center. If you want to deck out a uh, lake home, a cabin up north, Minnesota, Wisconsin, wherever. We help you spend some of that uh, income you're going to be saving from the Trump tax cuts here. Uh, stick around. Later on this hour, we're going to give away another pair. Uh, so keep your phone fingers handy. Or just call us now to talk with Phil Kirpin of the American Commitment, uh, 651-289-4488, if you have questions or comments for Phil Kirpin. Now, Phil, a couple of years ago, Jonah Goldberg came uh, to town and gave a talk for the Center of the American Experiment, uh, our local think tank. And... 
One of the statistics that I wasn't even aware of was that uh, because of the tax uh, code that we had, and uh, especially the way it metastasized during the Obama administration, uh, one of the great advantages of America has always been the the mobility of people coming up from the lowest income quintile, the lowest lowest twenty five percent or twenty percent of incomes. Uh, the ability of Americans to get up and out of that lowest quintile of incomes uh, to to move up into the middle class, and we went from being one of the most income mobile societies on earth, which is why people immigrated here, to one of the least income mobile societies in the Western world during the Obama administration. It became vastly harder for regular citizens, the poorest among us, to improve their lot through hard work, which has always been a hallmark of the American system. One of the great strengths of our economy is people striving to get up and out of of that that new immigrant and, and, and poor person rut. And I'm just wondering: Have, have you seen? Have you? Have, what's your take on 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 the effect that these tax cuts could have on that particular pathology we've been dealing with for the last uh, decade or so in this country? Well, you know, one of the big challenges we have is that uh, you know the, the poorest people generally don't work or don't work uh, in the sort of the the formal economy they work they work informally for cash in a variety of ways but they don't work in the formal economy because they don't want to lose eligibility for all the various government benefits and so we've got a a disincentive a very strong disincentive in many cases for participating in sort of the the formal above board economy and you know that that makes it challenging because even when you have sort of rising economic times people who are sort of uh, not in the economic system don't necessarily benefit from those although as I said you know many of them have off the books work and that kind of thing and and so to a certain extent that's not the case but you know I think that the um, you know, when you have a strong economy when the economy is growing when you have very low unemployment when you have tremendous demand for labor uh, that just means there are a lot more opportunities and that means especially for sort of lower income people who are working who are in the economy who are trying to get ahead they're going to have more and better opportunities and they're going to have rising wages where they are just as a matter of supply and demand and sort of the the uh, the the economic boom and of course you know as we as we mentioned in the last segment one of the things we've seen in a lot of these announcements about the trump tax cuts is higher starting wages uh, you know walmart's going up to an 11 dollar starting wage home depot i believe is matching them a lot of banks are going all the way up to $15 for their starting wage for tellers and so forth. Uh, that's a big deal, for you know, especially for younger people who are just entering into the workforce, getting their first work experience. Uh, they're going to be able to get a lot more money starting out from some of these major, major American employers, um, you know, sort of as a direct consequence of lower taxes on businesses. And that's the way they made those announcements. And so that, I think, is a big positive for those people, as is generally the fact that uh, we've got such a tight labor market right now. If you, if you think you ought to be paid more and your business, your company didn't offer raises or bonuses or anything else yet, um, you know, you've got a lot of bargaining power to say, hey, where's my tax cut bonus or raise? And if your boss isn't doing it, your company isn't doing it, there are probably a lot of other companies that are hiring right now that are paying more. And it's a, it's a very competitive environment uh, where employees really have the upper hand for the first time in, in a few years right now. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a nice thing if you want to see higher wages and higher compensation, which pretty much everyone does, I think, you know, other than people who worry that it means that the Fed's going to jack rates up for fear of inflation. And that, I think, by the way, is the big reason that markets have been kind of going so wild the past couple of weeks is the fear that the economic fundamentals are too strong and the Fed's going to raise rates and that's going to sort of take away the punch bowl. It's one of those good news is bad news on Wall Street kinds of things. Um, but, but I think that's going to be short-lived, by the way. You know, I think you're going to see some repricing of assets, but then we're going to have a pretty positive year because uh, you know, when the economy is strong, that's generally good for stocks, uh, all else equal. And so, you know, I think, you know, the, to the extent that people are in the economy and they're working, they're almost certainly going to benefit from a stronger economy, more opportunity, higher wages, and so forth. To the extent that we've got, uh, you know, a large number of poor families in this country who are not participating in the economy and are just on government programs, that's a bit of a more challenging problem. And, you know, I'd like to see them move to work, but uh, in many cases, they're very strong disincentives because they can lose eligibility for so many things if, if their incomes rise. And so, yeah, that that's sort of a trap. It's hard to get out of, unfortunately. After Over a decade now, I mean, probably closer to 15 years, I've been hearing uh, politicians more on the, quote, progressive, end quote, side of things, uh, talking about their their alliance to the middle class through 
targeted tax cuts, which is basically another way of saying using tax policy to buy votes. What do you and and of course, we we all if you watch the news, you've seen the left's and the Democratic Party's uh, reaction to the these these this tax, uh, the new tax law as it worked its way through Congress and eventually passed. What effect do you think this is going to have on uh, that that great uh, unwashed middle class out there that seems to be the target of both parties' affections these days? Well, I think it's very positive for the middle class, the way this thing's designed on the individual side. Um, it's really tilted towards the middle class in terms of, you know, the the percentage of tax cut relative to income. You know, in dollar amounts, uh, you know, the wealthy almost always are going to get the largest dollar amounts in tax cuts anytime you cut taxes for everyone because they pay by far the most taxes. But if you look at it sort of as, a, as the percentage of the cut, uh, you know, from what they used to pay to what they pay under the new tax code, it's really targeted towards the middle class with that much larger standard deduction uh, and that you know lowering that first bracket from 15 to 12, as well as doubling the child credit from one to two thousand dollars. That that makes this a very large tax cut uh, for middle class families, especially middle class families with children who qualify at age 17 or younger for children. They and they raise the qualifying income uh, for this as well. Credit well, I think it used to phase out around $100,000. Now it doesn't phase out until you make $400,000. So it's basically universal. Everyone except the you know, very high income people are now get the $2,000 child credit. And so, uh, you know, I think they the, the the major focus on the individual side of this was uh, to provide direct tangible benefits to the middle class, and uh, you know, that that's really, I think, why they, all of those central provisions are in there. Um, the other thing, of course, uh, is is a little bit less direct, but the business side of this, which you know doesn't have a direct effect on the middle class, um, is another huge positive in its indirect effect because it means higher wages, more investment, more opportunity, and so forth, as we've been talking about that we're already starting to see, and so. Uh, I think it's a big, big victory for the middle class. And the problem the Democrats have politically is they were so overconfident that they could stop this bill from passing that they told insane over-the-top lies about it. And you know, they basically, the polls show they convinced more than half of Americans their taxes were going up under this bill. And now, of course, everyone's seeing their uh, pay stubs and seeing that that didn't happen. And uh, you know, the actual number of uh, taxpayers that are seeing tax increases is more like 4%. And it's people who got a very, very good deal under the old code, basically people who are very high-income people in very high-tax areas that had you know, massive write-offs for their state and local taxes that are now capped. Uh, those are the only people who might see an increase, and it's a very small number of people. And so the Democrats, I think, um, made a big mistake. They basically lied about the bill when they thought they could stop it and gain sort of the political advantage from dancing on its grave. And, and now that it passed, uh, they've got a very big problem because people are seeing reality, and it's not what they were told by Democrats. So we got about two minutes remaining, Phil Kirpin, from the American Commitment. Uh, first question, how can people find out more information about this and, and perhaps uh, outflank some of the obfuscation that, that the media has provided on, this, uh, on, on, on the effects of this tax cut? Where, where's more information available for, for the beneficiaries of this tax cut? Well, I'll, uh, I'll of course, of course, mention our website again, AmericanCommitment.org. But I also want to represent, uh, recommend a website uh, that is not ours, but that I think is very well done and very useful. And that's a, a website that John Stoffel's producer, Maxim Lott, put together. It's TaxPlanCalculator.com. And um, it's a really well-done site, accurate, uh, as far as I can tell, where you can just enter, uh, answer a few questions about what state you're in, what your income is, your, your family structure, and it'll tell you uh, what, you're, what you can expect uh, in terms of the total dollar amount of your tax cut, what your taxes were under the old code, what they are under the new code. And uh, you can check yours. You can check other situations. You can uh, kind, of, kind of dispute things that you're seeing from others. And so I, that's a good website that I recommend as well as uh, checking out ours. Absolutely. So, uh, one minute to go here, uh, Phil Kirpin from the American uh, from the American Commitment. Any as as we've seen this thing seem, seemingly uh, succeed far beyond what the conventional wisdom said it could. How does the Trump administration follow up on this? How should they follow well, yeah. up on it? 
Well, you know, I don't think they're going to have another major legislative victory this year, uh, unfortunately. It looks like the House and Senate aren't even going to do budgets. They want to sort of, you know, just get out of town and campaign. And so I don't think 2018 is going to be a very productive year for legislation. I think that the uh, the major focus of the Trump administration and on Republicans in Congress is going to be explaining and selling the benefits of this bill, sort of their one signature achievement for this Congress. So I think they're going to stay pretty focused on it through the rest of this year. That said, uh, I do think the Trump administration is going to be doing a lot more things um, in sort of the, the regulatory side, uh, things that they can change without Congress. And uh, that's, I think, why it was so important that they got the Obamacare individual mandate repealed in this bill, because now, as the Trump administration moves forward on deregulation in health care, and uh, there's, there's a proposed rule expected next week from HHS on what are called short-term plans, um, they're going to be able to bring non-Obamacare plans back to market and give people a lot more choices that might work for them. And, you know, if they didn't repeal the mandate tax and you bought something that's not Ob- and a non-Obamacare plan, you'd also have to pay a tax for not being an Obamacare. So the fact that they Phil got Cur- that Phil Kirpin, we are up against the deal. Excellent stuff. Wants to know. Phil Kirpin, I'll have to do this again. We're up against the post. Thank you very much for coming on with us today. Appreciate your time. We'll do this again sometime. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you very much. Phil Kirpin from the American Commitment. It's no secret that Minnesota winters are insanely cold. Do your windows stand up to it? Most windows are just double pane, but New Windows for America products are triple pane and 30% more energy efficient than most competitors, and they're easy to clean and maintenance-free. You'll also get lifetime labor service and glass break warranty that is fully transferable. They're a family-owned business that's been around for 18 years, and they take pride in giving you the best quality. Visit theminnesotawindow.com to get the windows you deserve. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking health and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life Across america.org pro-life across america is educational non-political and tax deductible a baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception the world of business and finance is constantly changing how are you keeping up with all the information most likely you're not Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Let's, uh, let's do another giveaway, a pair of tickets to the Lake Home and Cabin Show in Minneapolis. It's going on at the convention center. It's like anything you need to, to go with or around or in the lake, buy your lake home and a cabin. Heard it on the Narn. 
Check it out. Uh, you give us a call right now with the answer to this question. Trivia question. If you give us a call, first caller at 651-289-4488 with the correct answer to this question. Which Twin Cities suburb is located between Minneapolis and Bloomington? Which Twin Cities suburb is located between Minneapolis and Bloomington? So uh, give us a call. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. No lake cabins. I'll give you a hint. Uh, This suburb has no lake cabins or uh, or or lake homes uh, in in its city limits that might uh, help narrow it down just a, a skosh for you here six five one two eight nine four four eight eight the number to call uh, should you care to answer that question and win yourself a pair of tickets to the to the show to the lake uh, lake home and cabin show my name is Mitch Berg my blog shotinthedark.info I I know I ruffled a few feathers uh, in the first hour actually before the first hour, with my declaration that I was going to roll back my support of a constitutional amendment, I had a fair number of people seem to assume that I had changed my mind on the Second Amendment. And I, I don't, I mean, I've already changed my mind on it once. I grew up as a gun controller. I change it to where I'm at right now. And, and the more I learn, the more I realize that gun control does more damage than good. I mean, people say, why don't we try what they did in Australia? Well, what they did in Australia was buy back uh, several classes of guns, semi-automatic rifles and pump-action shotguns and uh, semi-automatic shotguns as well. Any any uh, gas or oil recoil-operated shotgun rifle or pump-action shotgun. Of course, mil- yeah, m- many, many Australians disobeyed. Uh, they they figured they would rather be. Uh, I mean, no one knows how many because they they they, they, they they're breaking the law. Uh, so they they but they it was widespread disobedience for law. And this is in a country, by the way, that has no constitutional right to keep and bear arms. Australians apparently just don't care. So while they collected about a million guns, they estimate there's probably between three and four times as many still out there in Australia and. Crime did drop in Australia during the uh, right after the the ban on those weapons and the buyback of those weapons, but it was dropping by exactly the same rate before they banned the firearms for years before uh, the Port Arthur massacre that that precipitated the the gun buyback in Australia. So, it, it everything is that the left tells you about gun control is smoke and mirrors, except for the fact that we could, in fact, make some progress against uh, against school massacres by paying attention to people who who, who who report people who seem to be close to the edge. There's a, there's a woman in Port Edward, Washington, just days before the Parkland massacre, who uh, noticed that her grandson was making all sorts of statements, putting out all sorts of social media, writing all sorts of diary entries that concerned her deeply about his state of mind, about his intention to perhaps uh, carry out a school massacre in Port Everett. And she went to the police, and the police responded. And by all indications, they did the right thing. I mean, it's it's deeply antithetical to the American spirit of privacy to go uh, reporting your relatives to the police. But in this case, she did the right thing. And she did it at the right time, I mean, at a point when there was plenty of evidence of his intentions and still time to do something useful about that. And as we pointed out in the first hour, every virtually every uh, spree killer in recent years has given off signs to somebody or other in advance that he was going to do, he or she was going to do something. I mean, they said that, that, that the San Bernardino shooters, the, the, the couple who... She killed 14 people in a county office in San Bernardino, California, a few years back, had been planning their exit for three or four years. It had given off some enough hints to worry some of their neighbors, and yet nothing was done, or at least nothing that anyone could act on was done. There were similar signs about the young fellow who, who killed nine at the Red Lake Indian Reservation School back in 2004, 2005, up at Red Lake Indian Reservation, there were warning signs. And you look at every, most of the mass shooters in recent history, and they've all given off some kind of warning sign to someone. 
In some cases, there were legal warning signs that should have been reported to the feds, but weren't. This happened with Omar Mateen, with, with Nicholas Cruz. This happened with, uh, the, with the, uh, quite a number of other, uh, 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 with the, uh, the fellow who shot up the uh, church in Sutherland Springs, Texas. The Air Force just didn't bother to report his domestic abuse allegation. That's one of many things we can do uh, to, to do something about, uh, about school shootings is to actually do something when you see those signs. Uh, believe me, I'll be doing exactly that when, when the chance arises here. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Should you care to join me? And no, I don't actually advocate rolling back the, the, the First Amendment of the Constitution either. That's to illustrate a point. Uh, when you, when, when you, you don't, you don't make anyone's life better when you take away rights. You don't become more free when you make people less free. Now, there is a stronger correlation between spree killing in particular uh, and, and media attention than there is between specific models of firearms. I mean, it's nearly 100% correlation between media attention and spree killing. It plays a factor in near 100% of these killings. But, and, and the, the correlation between spree killing, rampage killing, if you will, and guns is up there, but it's nowhere near 100%. And by the way, in either case, in neither case does correlate equal causation, although uh, in the case of media attention, it certainly suggests, if not a causation, at least an aggravation of uh, and, and a reinforcement of a motive that exists in the form of these in, in the heads of these sick, narcissistic and let's be honest, evil individuals. And I'm I, I guess I've had enough of debating this with people who who don't know jack about the issue but every time there's a mass shooting declare themselves to be experts or even worse dis- describe that they tell the world that their feelings that they're having which are, are 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 grounds to trump the debate and just move forward in, into policy because this is how they feel and i'm going to reiterate the challenge i've been making for 20 years to any twin cities legislator or pundit or anyone. I will meet anyone for a debate on the facts, neutral ground, mutually agreed upon rules, a civil but acerbic debate that you will lose, but it will be civil and acerbic. Don't believe me? Take me up on it. I hereby dare you. I, I It won't be a Democrat politician. I know that. They're all, when it comes to this issue, they're all talk. And all uh, all tweeting and no uh, and no bite whatsoever. And the Democrat, this current crop of Democrat politicians running for governor. I mean, Aaron Murphy, uh, Tina Liebling, who blocks every conservative on Twitter, whether they've ever engaged with her or not, and who is one of the most relentlessly anti-gun legislators in Minnesota. Uh, uh, don't get me started on Aaron Murphy, who when when she received a. Uh, a, a, a questionnaire for the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus sent it back with no answers but a snide uh, little kiss-off comment. And perhaps worst of all, Tim Waltz, who, who received several A ratings from the National Rifle Association, but in the last election and since the last election has been sucking up to the Bloombergs and to, to Moms Want Action, got a picture taken with a bunch of the dreamsicles from Protect Minnesota before the last election, and yet is running, and, and by the way, you know, took, took one of the most anti-gun legislators in the Minnesota State Legislature as his running mate, Peggy Flanagan, and uh, and yet is out there still saying that he's he's someone who can bring gun owners and the rest of the state together. You mark my words, every last one of you out there, once the Democrat convention is over, and he seems to be the front runner. Uh, at the convention to run for governor here. He, 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 there are Democrats on the far progressive wing who are fighting him over the fact that he was endorsed by the NRA. In fact, he's always been given an A rating by the NRA until he seems to want to repudiate it. But mind you, watch, mind my, mind, mind my words here, folks. Once the DFL convention is over, he will tack back to the right. 
He will break out that A rating from the NRA, which hopefully will have been demoted to an F minus by that point. And uh, will he? He will be. He he will be trying to suck up to all of us real Americans in the Second Amendment rights movement. Uh, mark my words. A week at, within a week after the DFL convention is over, and after the cleaning crews go in to clean up the filth that they inevitably leave behind. Let's be honest here, folks. He he will be asking you all, all of you gun owners out there, all of you Second Amendment advocates to forget the fact that he has spent the last year basically laughing at you behind your back, laughing about you you gun-toting Jesus freaks with all of his uh, Volvo-driving, Subaru-driving, Whole Foods-shopping, free-range alpaca-wearing, gluten-sensitive friends in Kenwood and Crocus Hills. 651-289-4488. We'll go to the phones when we come back. Go nowhere. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Quit smoking now with this exclusive half-price offer from The Patriot and Breathe. Freedom from nicotine. Get one program for $250. That's half price. Breathe is the faster, easier, more effective way to quit smoking and start saving. There are a limited number of these half-off deals available. That's $250 for one program from The Patriot and Breathe Laser Therapy. You can quit smoking in just 60 minutes this week. Call The Patriot at 651-405-8800. All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with great sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot. And it helped, but the side effects were so awful after a while that I I just had to discontinue use. But that's not the problem with relief factor. So that's huge. So if you've been using any form of ibuprofen, now you don't have to with relief factor. Go to relieffactor.com, check out the pricing, and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful. Or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. I was skeptical when I heard that your family bank could help me pay off my mortgage and get out of debt in under 10 years with my current income. Hi, my name is John. I'm a Patriot listener and a financial executive here in town. As such, I understand numbers. Using your family bank, my family will go from a $292,000 mortgage with 22 years remaining and $40,000 of additional debt to being totally out of debt, including the mortgage, in 9.8 years. We'll save $103,000. If you don't have a program which will get your family totally out of debt, including your mortgage, in less than 10 years just by redirecting your current cash flow, you need to talk with Daniel of Your Family Bank, who's right here in the Twin Cities. Thanks, John. This is Daniel Altwick of Your Family Bank. My friend, there's no risk nor obligation to find out for yourself. Go to daniel.yourfamilybank.org, click on the Request tab in the upper right-hand corner, and leave your contact information. daniel.yourfamilybank.org. That's daniel.yourfamilybank.org. If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is my high school prom theme. Mitch, you say this like every other week about some utterly unlikely song being your high school prom theme. Yep, I'm an enigma, aren't I? What you gonna do? 651 
289-4488 is the number to call. I am Mitch Berg, and I am about to walk up to this post with absolute precision. What I tell you? Hey, speaking of marching on, last week's guest, John Lott, will be appearing with uh, Congressman Jason Lewis uh, in Lake. I'll, I'll be posting the link at shotthedark.info. I think there may be some tickets left. Here is the clinker, if you will. Uh, the antis, the, the, the walkers, as I like to call them, are going to be staging a protest uh, down there uh, outside lots. They're going to be holding a vigil and, of course, uh, some of the whack doodles uh, among the Walker crowd are going to be, you, know, you never know what they're going to do when they get around the good guys. Um, if you've ever watched The Walking Dead, you know exactly how it, where it ends up. Anyway, um, although there'll be no stabbing here. But uh, in, in a brilliant move, the organizers of the, of, the, of the event rented all the grounds around the Lakeville Event Center. So uh, this is going to be fun stuff. Uh, I hope you can make it down there. I hope you, hope you can join us uh, down there for that. This is going to be a, a fun event. Uh, make sure you turn out just to watch, uh, as Elvis Costello, I believe the song he said, watch the, watching the defectives. Or was it detectives? I can never remember. Hey, let's go to the phones. Uh, in St. Paul, Tor joined North, Welcome to Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch, thank you for allowing me on. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Hey, uh, I haven't watched local television, which means I've also skipped the Olympics, unfortunately. But <laughs> one thing I have... One thing I have noticed a is the relative absence of one partic- particularly notorious gun control screamer, and that's a lady who I refuse to call Reverend, but her her name is Nancy Nord Bentz. Okay. And on on your blog, shotinthedark.info, you have written about her a number of times. I have said uh, I've st- I've stated with absolute assurance that she has never made a statement about guns that is simul- or gun laws or gun control or gun anything or the second amendment that is simultaneously original, true and substantial. So yes, I have I've written about her at some great depth and by the way I've proved that contention. Anyway, carry on. Sorry to interrupt. My my point and my question for you sir is this. Do you believe that the reason we have not seen or heard much from Nancy Nordbentz is because either the you know the appalling event that happened in Florida happened in Florida and not here, or maybe I should say and or do you suspect that her relevance in local media is diminishing? I would say it's an excellent question, Tor, and thanks for asking here. I, I would say this is just my speculation here. Uh, I, I think that the Twin Cities media has realized that Nancy Nord Bentz uh, is is exactly what I've said she is, and may may not have heard it from me. But I've been asking for years uh, about Nancy Nord Bentz and about her predecessor Heather Martens, uh, representative from House District sixty six A. You had to be there in twenty thirteen to get that joke. Uh, I, I've been asking people from the Twin Cities media for years. Would you keep using a source that led you the wrong way on story after story after story after story after story after story? Uh, I mean, if I mean, when I grew up working in various news outlets, I mean, the people I who were my editors and managers and producers would say, you know, if a source feeds you BS, it makes you less credible. So stop using sources that are complete rubbish and. It took years. It took the better part of 20 years. But the Twin Cities media is finally starting to realize, I think, my opinion here, but I think they're finally starting to realize that Nancy Nord-Bentz is a gas bag who really represents just a bunch of yet nattering ninnies. And they are, they are still you know, giving some credence to, to Michael Bloomberg's group, you know, the Moms, uh, Moms Want Action and every town, 
Uh, There's still progress to be made. And, of course, the Bloombergs have all the money, whereas Protect Minnesota, Nancy Nord Benz's group, is uh, basically always on the brink of going out of business. I mean, they've they've got all sorts of grant money behind them, but nothing near what Michael Bloomberg is uh, putting. And and Bloomberg wants nothing. Bloomberg wants nothing to do with Protect Minnesota. They are too out there for Michael Bloomberg and his people. What should tell you something? So I think Nancy Nord-Benz is slowly but surely disappearing for the same reason that Heather Martins eventually disappeared from the Twin Cities media. Uh, she just doesn't deliver. She, People are starting to realize, other than Channel 9, that she's a terrible source, a terrible source. Who They're realizing whether f- through me or not, that uh, that Nancy Nord-Benz has never said and will never say anything about the gun issue that is simultaneously true, substantial, and original. Any two out of three, maybe. She may be something that's, say something that's true and substantial, but she didn't make it up. She may say something that's true and original, but it's not substantial, like, hi, this, this sun, the sun is out today. She may say something, uh, she said many, many, many things that are original and substantial, but they're complete lies. You'll never get all three from Nancy Nord-Benz, and that's anathema to a good reporter. Speaking of good reporters, uh, Pat Kessler at WCCO takes a lot of flack from conservatives uh, who believe that he is is the head political reporter at WCCO, a station that many on the right refer to as WDFL. He's... As a as a dean of the of the political establishment media here in Minnesota, he he takes a certain amount of flight. Now, I know Pat Kessler. He's he's a good guy. We 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 get along. I see him out at news events. He's a good guy. Um, I I watch his news reports when I watch the news. He's he, he he's got connections. He knows politics in Minnesota. He has a perspective that perhaps not all of us in this audience share. But I do not believe he sets out to be dishonest. Like most people, he has a perspective he brings to the table, and it shows. That being said, this past week, Pat Kessler did one of those things that always astounds me when I see it from the city's news media on the gun control issue. In the immediate wake, in the immediate aftermath of the Parkland Massacre, he put up a story uh, that pointed out something I've been pointing out on my blog for a couple of years now. That while the number of guns in Minnesota in the hands of the law-abiding citizen is astronomically high, I mean, we actually have more carry permits per capita in Minnesota than they have in Texas, which is completely counterintuitive even to me, much less to people who don't follow the issue closely. Yet, even, I state this as if it's a contradiction, you and I both know it's not the case. But it's a surprise to some people who don't follow this issue that the crime rate in Minnesota is low. How low? Lower than that. Very low crime rate. I mean, I've pointed this out in this show before and in my blog. If you leave out North Minneapolis, the murder rate in Minnesota is about half to a third that of Norway. And Pat Kessler put that out there. Not in those words, but he pointed out the fact that all Minnesota has, is a very heavily armed state, very and a pro-Second Amendment state, we have low crime. We knew this. Thanks anyway, Pat. God bless you. God bless America. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free at Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. The following is a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I had a lot of credit card debt, and I couldn't pay my bills, so I reached out and contacted Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. They were able to work with my creditors. I've been able to pay off $15,000 in 18 months. It's a godsend. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, Alyssa here with AM 1280 The Patriot, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. 
This is a program we have had for five years now, and it has helped many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of the schools we have a partnership with. It's that simple. This isn't a financial aid program. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call AM 1280 The Patriot today at 651-289-4406 to take advantage of our half-off tuition program. That's AM 1280 The Patriot at 651-289-4406. Life is expensive. Having a second income now and through retirement will allow you to live life the way you want and avoid being married to your job. In just a few hours a week, you can learn the skills to profit from trading and investing by using our proven rules-based strategy at Online Trading Academy. We focus on low-risk, high-reward trades that mirror the tools Wall Street uses to make that second income so you never outlive your retirement dollars while providing you life's most precious asset, time. Let's get you on a path to financial freedom, allowing you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at learnwithota.com. Again, that's learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. This is... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.